Malcolm X said, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Welcome back to Being Heard, Two Black Women, Coffee and Conversations. I am Leah and my co-host Dana is with me today. And we're going to dive into Nia Long not being a fan of her films being called Black Movies. Good morning, hey, Dana. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Wonderful, I guess. All right. Well, <laughs> ooh, wonderful. You I guess that has so, so many layers, right? Well, I woke up enjoying my Tabitha Brown mug today. Um, her line dropped, so this topic goes perfectly when we talk about Black, because I love supporting Black. So everybody knows Nia Long. I mean, Nia Long, beautiful Black actress, been in all the films that we like, and even younger people's got to know who Nia Long is. Um, you know, going back to what, Boys in the Hood or Friday, um, the movies Friday. What else was she and then in? The most recent one we could talk about is Best Man. They've taken the movie and turned it into a series. But I would say we first fell in love, most of us, when we saw her hit the screen in, on Boys in the Hood. Boys um, in the Hood, yeah. I can still remember where I was uh, when I saw that. I can still remember all of the the women in the audience were crying at the end. And she's just an iconic figure. Love her as an actress. She was um, even with Where Are They? Is that with Ice Cube, I believe, as well? Oh, yeah. Right. Um, so we've yeah. seen her in some comedies and stuff. Like, she was that it girl, I felt. Like, you got to see another black woman like yourself i'm petite she's like i hope she's like five two i think but seeing someone of her stature like just takes so much charisma on the screen and she's pretty much still a heartthrob like has the woman really aged like she is just beautiful yeah absolutely so i guess it was kind of shocking for me to see in the news recently that she was talking about her films and how she really didn't want them labeled as black movies so, you know, that gets us into talking about what does it mean when something's labeled Black and why is that considered a bad thing? Because certainly, like, you know, thinking back there for so long, you know, it, it, we were doing good to have a Black actress in a movie. We were doing good to have exactly. a Black actor in the movie. We come from that time when, you know, we're all, we were always a supporting cast. Or we, we weren't we represented. Out first, right? My right. son, you watch a movie now, like, he'd be like, mom, the black guy survived this time? Like, we were watching Bullet Train. And he right. was like, it's definitely oh. a thing. It's yeah, a thing. it's a whole situation. Definitely. So, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, somebody who's such a beloved character, you know, um, in terms of, you know, our media, movies and things like that, magazine covers. It's just so interesting that she would want to move away from that label. Because I personally don't see anything wrong. And I will always affirm um, calling something Black, you know, whether it's our podcast, whether it's Black Iowa News, which I'm the founder and publisher. I just don't, I found it interesting. One of the things I will say too, is that a lot of the social media commenters were like, yeah, why do we need, you know, to call it black? Why can't it just be movies? And that was shocking to me. Like, what because do you think we about can't. that? Because when we go and do that, then it takes, it becomes a part of anti-blackness. It's like, 
you know, our parents were called colored. And then in this generation, we're seeing people of color, which embodies everyone that has color, but it removes black when we don't say BIPOC. You know, it becomes anti-black because what has been thrown at us, the theme that anything black is bad, right? However, don't we wear black to look slim? You know, isn't um, um, when you look at um, in the Bible too, biblically, you know, black kind is attributed to something dark. Um, but yet at the end of the day, I'm with you, Dana, like it's about black, you know, I support my school at all times when I can, you know, my auntie Aggies, um, always commenting about my community I grew up in. Like I have a black community that I come from and it wasn't a hood, you know, it was thriving and it was black professional. So that's all I know. My mom put that into me early on my eye doctor, my physician, anyone that was a profession, that's who we support. Um, and like you spoke of, like with Black Iowa News, like when people have offense to that, they really need to honestly take a check with inside themselves. And I think what is happening is we don't have enough people being taught how to embrace that. That's why too many of us are still stuck straightening our hair, you know, trying to assimilate um, the contouring. Like I love makeup like no one other, but when you're contouring, it seems like you're trying to move away from your Afrocentric features that other people are paying for. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, definitely um, the anti-Blackness is prevalent in, you know, our society. It's just, it underpins everything. And we see it, we feel it um, deeply. You know, the being left out, being excluded, um, being the butt of jokes that, I mean, we're, familiar with that. And so I feel like anytime we can um, label something black or, you know, bring attention to the fact that this is the first black, whatever that is, um, it means something to the community. It means something to, um, again, people who are used to being excluded. Um, It's just, I guess, you know, for me growing up, um, you know, in a black neighborhood, you know, with, you know, um, loving parents who pushed education. Um, at the time that I grew up in my neighborhood, it, you know, was predominantly black. Now the neighborhood has really changed and there's all kinds of people and that's all well and good, but that doesn't mean that I can't, um, uplift my blackness. It, It doesn't mean that I can't be proud of it because there was, you know, certainly a period of time when you couldn't be proud of it. Um, society didn't want you to be proud of being black. Right. And so it's, you know, to see her say that, I feel like on the one hand, you're saying, well, you just want to be an actress. But the fact that you were in predominantly black movies for a good portion of your career, movies that we loved and movies that we supported, without that, you may not have had a career. You would have just been another actress in a sea of many. Millions of other faces. I mean, who doesn't remember Pam Greer? Um, When we think even like black exploitation, I know growing up, um, and I won't put my family out there, but I know it wasn't always a fan because, you know, you had the jive turkey and all that kind of stuff. But there were actors and actresses we wouldn't have not known had they not participated in those black exploitation films and to see them come back and be vindicated in other roles to really showcase their natural talent. 
Um, I think the more we explore listening to Nia Long, I get it. You want recognition as an actress and that's what you want to be seen as. But how many times has Viola Davis been looked over? How many times has Shirley Ralph, Angela Bassett, women who have been in the game far longer, however, they first started off in some of the same films and look at where they are now. And right, never once have I heard them say, I don't want to be associated with black films. Like you see them embracing it all. And now right. we're kind of full circle. We're getting our Black Panther, our Wakanda. Um, we're getting uh Woman King. We're starting to get more movies because those before you paved that way to get to that point in Hollywood. And Hollywood even is not along, there. Right. Even me along herself helped pave the way for a lot of black actresses, I'm sure. But at the same time, without those NAACP Image Awards and which, without, you know, our awards, your your mantle would be pretty empty if it wasn't for the Black organizations recognizing you. And so it's just like, you know, I, it's interesting how people want to straddle the fence of being Black, but yet we still got to speak to everyone else. And I, and I don't feel like other people always do that. I feel like they no. can just be who they are, but we we've got to like explain and make concessions for the fact that we're a black something. Like when I started in my field um, at the Des Moines Register as a reporter, there were people then who, um, in even some black reporters, they didn't want the label of being the black reporter, so they didn't want to cover the black community. I felt like that was my express purpose. For How being to coming into the community if you don't come in right. that way? How much because more? Because I made it my up? point to right. um, make wow. sure that black kids were photographed and make sure black kids and black sources got into the stories because I knew that you know so often growing up you pick up the paper we weren't represented in there mm -hmm. um, we didn't have you know many people that worked there. And so being in that space, my blackness, yeah, I wore it with me every day. That's who I am. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that I got other people into, you know, into the paper. Um, and it it shocked me even at that time that there was a black reporter who, you know, they didn't want to be associated with the minority affairs beat is what it was called at that time. And it's like, well, that's why, I, why I'm here because I want to get as many black people into this paper as I can. And even now, like with doing black Iowa news, again, that's my whole point is to make it as black as it could possibly be. So black <laughs> sources, black right. subjects, um, black experts, I will go above and beyond to find them. And, you know, people come for me all the time, um, naming it black Iowa news. They come for me all the time about why is it got to be? Why isn't it just Iowa news? Why isn't it just news? And Iowa news got all the other Iowa news. What do we have in the state of Iowa? If someone who's listening can tell us what other um, avenues do we have that says is black? I don't know anything else until I met you, Dana, here for the state of Iowa. But never being a North Carolinian have I ever heard that. Like we have when selling Chronicle. Now it's not labeled the black newspaper, but our community know it's the black newspaper and it focused on black stories. And when we don't have our stories told from our viewpoints, we get whitewashed out of everything. Why we is do. it we seem like we always don't want to embrace the blackness, but then on the flip side, get mad. Why am I not being seen? It's because 
you're trying to ride shoulders of those who are brave enough to put themselves out there. Like I was reading today, a woman had gotten her um, doctorate in nurse practitioner and every interview she had, she got questioned. You know why? Because she was black. And it finally came to where she did get offered a position and she was well than qualified. But every time she went in an interview, she didn't see anyone like her. They're questioning her uh, integrity and her, her background. Like that happens in so many ways. Like when I came in, my name, not that you saw as a black woman, it was my name. You know, my name spelled L-Y-A and it was ridiculed for that. And I felt like, why am I having to give such a lesson on the American vocabulary of the Y also being an E. Why did that make a difference? But when I named my son, and I'll admit that I gave him a middle name that if he chooses, he can use that name because we know within our name how it blocks some of our opportunities as well. Um, we're not able to get our foot in the door for being black. Like the blackness is just, it, it's, it's good and it's bad. People want to cherry and it, pick. And it's not so much that our names block the our opportunities i mean let's be real it's white people who don't like our names and right. don't like us that block right. our opportunities so <laughs> all right there's nothing wrong with our names there's nothing wrong with our hair there's nothing wrong with our professionalism it's other people's misunderstanding and misperception and intentional misperceptions about who we are which again it belabors the point of why we still need to say black and why there's nothing wrong with that. And I'll be, you know, saying black till the end of time and don't care. That's you know, why I love you. When I dated you, you was like, right. what you think about, uh, we were going for a minute trying to figure out a name and how I feel. I, oh, I'm about it. Like anybody know me in person know I represent that blackness all day long. Like all I am long. not going to walk out to, cause to me, to walk out here and not embrace being black is me saying I'm ashamed of myself. And I cannot walk around here being ashamed of myself while I'm raising a young black man in my life. I cannot encourage other women. Like I got to see Waverly who we had on here the other day. Yes, she might. Yes, she is, you know, half Chinese. However, she is still BIPOC. She is a young lady of color and I have to walk in that greatness. If I'm going to, sell that idea to the next person because what I want to happen, Dana, in my future world is we can let go of that. It, it shouldn't matter. But right now we got to put black in it to get some respect. As they say, you know, put some respect on it. Uh, right. And it's unfortunate. I mean, I look at when I would show up and it'd be like the engineers coming, when give me a name. But when I walked in that office, Dana, it used to be like heads would roll and I'd be walking in there, you know, shoulders up like, yeah. I'm the engineer in the room. No, I am not a white man. No, I'm not a white woman. No, I am not. But I am a black woman, intersectionally, everything. And I did not let that destroy me. I didn't change my music that I listened to in the office to accommodate anyone. I didn't let them ridicule me for other things that I, you know, my books. That's another thing. Have you ever been on break and um, they're like, oh, what are you reading? And then you go and show your title. And the whole face is like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I remember saying, I'm going to read books like Eric Jerome Dickey, Tracy McMillan, um, just to name a few, because I can identify with who is in the book. And the faces would be like, you know, but why would you do that? You're in everything. 
Like, there's not a movie, there's not a store, especially moving out here to Iowa. There was not one place I could go until I ran into I Make Me a World. Um, Drake Rayleigh's relays had like their homecoming. I couldn't go too many places and meet others like myself. And at that time, moving to Johnston, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea about all of that, but you know, I had to seek it out. I had to go find a church. You know, I had to go find activities and hope to get included, showing people, hey, I'm black enough to hang out with y'all, like I promised. But, you know, that was hard, you know. Um, but to your point, I'm, I'm, I hope that Nia understands or sees, and I hope she doesn't take it to heart, but she is a black woman that represents a lot of us that don't get to be seen. And had she not been in some of those films, we wouldn't have never know how much more we can go because her ability to be in other things now, you know, um, right. I've noticed that she's been like, you know, the heartthrob of, and I don't want to say the opposite. That's the wrong thing, Dana. Um, but her being the heartthrob, like how often did we see characters on screen, black women and white men? We didn't see that for a long time, right? There's a lot and of things we didn't see for a long time that I feel like some of the young people, they're missing that key thing when they say, well, why does it have to be a black movie? Why isn't it just a movie? Because they, they're they're used to seeing now on, they could turn on Tubi and they could turn on uh, a prime and there's a section for black movies. Yes. Um, there's all, all, there's tons of black movies now, you know, like all those lifetime movies I grew up watching. There were, didn't have Daniel even Peel, uh, John Crawford. Right, didn't have a person of color in the whole entire show. Um, now, now they're they're understanding because they want us as consumers as well. But now they're understanding um, the benefit of having uh, people of color, black people in their films. So these these kids, these younger people today, they're used to seeing that. But there was periods of time where we, it you know, we weren't even in a a, a television commercial, or if we were, we're standing way way in the back. Or were misrepresented, misrepresented, and um, you know somehow you know made fun of the the representation. Like the McDonald's commercial, you know, it's how McDonald's all of a sudden got cool, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, oh, so now black well, you people know, in McDonald's, come on, right? Well, like we always gotta be singing and you know having the music going and having a beat drop. I get all of that, but it's like you know, I just remember like when we weren't even shown. And so now to see all of these beautiful black um, actors, actresses, you know, creatives um, just out there and getting their flowers now and getting their due, um, you know, that's that's something to celebrate. It's not something to, you know, we, we understand when people say, well, oh, you know, the multiculturalism, you know, right. we get that we want everybody to be seen and we want this society to be more um, inclusive, but we just, just want to be seen first ourselves. I mean, how many right. times using like Black Panther, for instance, it was like there's no white lead. Can we have a movie representing us with no other agenda other than like even with Spider Man? Um, I call my son now, little boy's Mike Morales because he's growing his hair out like that, and he smiles like. To see the joy in you saw yourself. Hollywood has really like done a number so much on us of keeping our hair straight, maintaining a certain body weight, um, attaining some things that are not realistic. 
even for who is the majority on there. It's not even attainable for some white people. But the fact that we can't just say black is beautiful. You know, I love that whole campaign when it came out in the 70s to be black was beautiful, you know, and it was. And we that had was to a- tell ourselves that. We had right. to because we had everything in society showing us to be ugly, showing us to be undesirable, showing us to be criminal. Like we we had to have that else, you know, it's crazy. But one of the interesting things too, I wanted to bring up was that. So, and this is why the black part is important. So recently, Miss Ruth Ann Gaines, who was my drama teacher at East High School, she's a state legislator. Um, so I've always had the best black teachers. I've even growing up in Iowa, my elementary school was all black. So it, it's this weird thing that you wouldn't expect, but it was at that time. But anyway, so I always have had the best. So I had Miss Gaines as my drama teacher. She's a state legislator. She was recently honored at East High School um, for her more than 40 years of teaching there. The auditorium was named after her. This is, I'm trying to get to the point of why this black part is important. So I wrote a story along with my um, assistant. We wrote a story about, you know, Miss Gaines and her experience. So when I was looking at all of the other media representations of, you know, how they cover that story, it was like, their quote was something like, um, where Miss Gaines was talking about how um, a student, you know, her students had, you know, used the arts and it, it, it built their self-esteem. You know, it was this quick little quote, but it didn't at all get to the heart of what she was really talking about, which is, and I love this part that she said. She said that when she came from Clark um, University in Dubuque to um, teach at East High School in 1971, she came there young, gifted, and Black. Okay. And that during her time when she was in college, she wasn't allowed to act in any place because in Dubuque at that time, they they told her. They didn't, their audiences were not ready for a Black woman to be represented, you know, as a family member. She said as a sister, as a mom or whatever. I'm going to be background on what Dubuque, Iowa is for those who don't know. So she (laughs) spent her whole college this is her field. She spent her wow. whole college yearning to be on that stage, but not be allowed to. So when she got to East, what does she do? She said the first thing she did as a director was to institute colorblind casting. Okay. So now that's the story. And that's the story that I was able to tell along with my assistant, Shamay Obi, on Black Iowa News. And that's why Black Iowa News is important. Because had you just looked at um, the quick news clip of her, um, you know, up there on stage, you would have been like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. That's a nice, you know, black woman's getting this, you know, being honored, getting the auditorium named after her. It wouldn't mean anything to you if you didn't understand her backstory. Her backstory and the fact that she was this black woman, um, not able to act because of her race. And then she gets to the school and she, Make sure that East High is a very diverse high school, probably one of the most diverse high schools in the state of Iowa. And she gets there and she is making sure that everyone has an opportunity to get up on that stage, that everyone is able to be seen. And that's, you know, again, 
that's why us being in control of our own stories is important because so I bet she probably wouldn't have been like I don't want to be connected to a black film kind of thing she'd have been like because again as I was stating with the other actresses but using one of our own she didn't even get to be seen because when right. you think about Snow White <laughs> You know, um, all of those roles, you'll even look at like people like Sidney Poitier and, and Morgan Freeman, if we go with the men and how they got in the roles. Remember also with Star Wars, people made a big deal about a fictional character. We're bringing even home more. Ari playing on, um, not Ari, but Ariel for Mermaid. Why are we making a big deal out of stuff that is fictional? Why is it so important in fictional or in real life? You don't want to see anything black. Like you need to take the time and look and look in within yourself and ask yourself, what have I been programmed to think? And why do I think like that? What does that say about me? What does that say about the things I'm being taught? So to hear that Miss Gaines got her flowers now, that is beautiful. And you need to do it. I mean, Dana, you do that all the time with Black Iowa News. Um, that's why I share, you know, not just cause you, my, my host co-host, but the fact that you always encapsulate the story that is not being seen, that is not being heard. You're making sure those voices are coming through that mainstream. What we're, doing, what we're doing here on the podcast, you know, yes. naming the podcast, making sure that black women is in the title of the podcast that it, yeah, it could have been two women coffee and conversation, but putting that black in the title lets you know, number one, it tells you something about who we are. It tells you something about our pride as black professional women. It tells you something about what we're going to be talking about. And some of these mm -hmm. topics that we talk about, you know, people, it, it's not always easy to talk about. And I'm sure it's not always easy to hear, you know, and don't get it twisted. Like when we're talking about these things, um, we can talk just about us. We can talk about our culture, our media, you know, our aspirations as black people and never, ever have to mention anyone else. And that doesn't make us wanting to be um, separate or wanting to to be segregated. We can talk about the things that we need and we need to if we're going to improve things in this society for everyone else that's coming up. Um, we have forums now that we own. And that's another important thing, you know, that we own, um, you know, own our companies and own our media. And, you know, it's exciting too to kind of be in this time, Leah, where I feel like it's almost like a black renaissance where you have, you know, all of these black businesses being started. You have all these creative express expressions all across the city and the art that you see in these murals, like by, you know, Jill Wells art, who does beautiful murals all over the city, um, there's kind of like this rebirth going on and we need to lean into that. Not, we need not it because every time we got something, it gets taken away. Like right. right here in Des Moines, I mean, when you drive on 235, you're going over Center Street where they, it used to be uh, Black-owned businesses and homes, you know, and it was uh, redlined. You look at the Tulsa This whole uh, city massacre. was redlined. Right, but to put a highway and then sit back and say, oh, well, black people don't have businesses. I saw something where someone was making fun of black people making plates. And the comment was because white people got good credit to have a restaurant. As much as that was a joke, that was such a reality in the things of we want to thrive to have those things. But we have so many things blocking us to get our foot in the door. 
and so until it's acknowledged on purpose to block us. Right. Until that's acknowledged, we're going to still be in the same things. People are going to keep trying to deem us as being lazy or we talk too much. Well, guess what? I'm here to talk a lot and address those issues and help push it along. Like with yourself, you're helping out with um, black journalists and um, the black journal, uh, forgetting the name, talking off the cuff. I was association of black journalists. But having that group, look at how much that has been helpful that if there are other black kids wanting to come up in journalism, they see y'all. You know, there wouldn't be Rima, Ty Russian, Jody Long, like you, Dana, like you paved the way. I mean, you don't toot your horn often, but to know that you have helped blaze a pathway so that kid can come in that newspaper and be okay that he got the black beat or she is okay to be on camera with her natural hair. Like yeah, my only the, my that. thing now is the only beat is the black beat. Like that is the only beat, okay. you know. And that you know, I had to cover cover a lot of other beats to get to the point where I could own something and say that the whole entire beat is black, and it is um it is important for us to have it, and it is important for us to have this forum where we're talking about things that are important to us and getting guests on here who talk about you know, I mean, we had just had Clem the Doula on talking about, you know, black maternal, you know, health. And that is such a, um, a terrible statistics in the state affecting black women. And so who else is doing that? You know, we right. need that. We need Nobody. to be able to talk about it. It's changing the game. So I appreciate Nia Long for, you know, helping um, pave the way like she has. But hey, there's nothing wrong with being a black actress. There's nothing wrong when you're scrolling on your TV looking for something to watch. Um, click on that thing that says black cinema. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with highlighting our work. And until this society is, if it ever could be, considering how it was its origins, if it ever could be truly, truly inclusive, then, hey, maybe we can revisit it. But I'm sure it's not going to happen in our lifetimes. It's unfortunate. I mean, and in the meantime, um, if you're listening and you're still looking for it, there's always the black college experience. I will always push that. If you're looking at higher learning and HBCU, like we, we rag on one another, you know, (laughs) the Aggies get treated like we're Dallas Cowboy fans. But at the end of the day, it's all love. I love the fact that I went to an HBCU. I would not be here being a product from a graduate from HBCU. Like there's nothing like it. I will never, ever probably get to experience that utopia ever in life other than having that experience on college. That's not negating people who've gone to predominantly white institutes, but there is just such a love. Like we go hard, we give each other a hard time going to different colleges, but there's love. Um, We support each other. Our alumni, we give back. We're doing it. And um, I love it. And so this is why it's important to me for being heard the two black women with the coffee and conversations because we are who that is here trying to push and move this forward. Like we're trying to push that needle and I don't want to go at a centimeter. I want to go a whole mile. Like, give me some more room. You, what do you think about that? Um, Yep, absolutely. So I, I hope our guests understand, you know, the passion in our voices today. Um, because, yeah, I just hope they understand the passion in our voices and stay with us because we've got great things um, coming up. 
great people to talk to to really get into these issues because really this we're chronicling history you know we're chronicling black history right now um we're chronicling iowa history and that's important um for the people coming you know in the future so and speaking of i always believe you got to give thanks so one thank you to everyone that watches that shares that uh show up tell me how much you enjoy uh listening to the two of us when we get on here and talking so you could not be here if it's not for our followers so thank you just continue to share us out and if you're new here we're on youtube apple podcast spotify and iheart radio so we invite you to like and subscribe and want you to take care